the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Every child of God must have an encounter with Him, an encounter that changes us within, a meeting with the power of Almighty God that lifts us from where we are to a realm of our divine destiny, a place where you meet God and come into an outpouring of His love. There is a perfect love that casts out all fear. We must experience it in His presence, a union with the Father so powerful that it sends your prayer life into a new realm. Today, I'm talking about hearing and knowing the voice of God. We must have that encounter with him. There has to be a point of contact, a point where you have an encounter with the Almighty, an experience where you begin to know God and a deeper relationship. As you come into an experience like this, you're changed. The mind is renewed. The heart is healed. The soul that has been held captive by enemy forces is set free. Let's pray for just a moment, Father, right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, today we lift up your great name, O Lord. The name above all the earth. Your majesty is praised of all the heavens on the lips of children and of babes. You found praise to foil your enemies and silence the foe and the rebel. Oh, Father, we speak today that your children will be blessed, Father, by this message, Lord, and those that want an encounter with you to step into a new realm of the Spirit, Lord, that today, today, they are able, Father, today to hear this message and begin a new relationship with you. Just a few weeks ago, you said, I want to draw closer to them. I want to draw closer. Oh, Father, I know, Lord, right now you're reaching for your children, Lord, to draw them into a closer relationship with you. That's always what you're after, a greater level of communion. Now, Father, reveal to your children how they may hear and know your voice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We glorify you, Father, on high, for there is none like you. Oh, God, there is none like you. We're talking about hearing and knowing the voice of God. It is important. 
in the days where we stand right now, I believe it's more important than ever before to be able to hear and discern the voice of the Father. He wants us to step into a deeper relationship. As you come into an experience like this, you are changed. The mind is renewed. There is a place, a point in time, where one can meet Almighty God in such a magnificent way that the soul is refreshed and the union with your spirit and God, it is so united. You are aware that you are truly deeply in his presence because you personally experience, you see and you hear in his presence. Every child of God must have a divine encounter with him. We must come to a place where we are guided by the spirit of God. He said, I will guide you with my eye. The Lord says, I will guide you along the path best for you and your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Psalms 32 and 8. How can he advise us and watch over us if we can't hear his voice? He may be watching, but we certainly aren't getting the advice, right? And so we want to be able to hear and know the Father's voice. We must be able to discern it. God wants you to know what he is doing so that you can actively participate in what the Father is doing. So he may guide your words and what you speak is anointed. And when what you speak is anointed, there is a manifestation of the words that you have spoken. Jesus was very specific about his words and his actions. Jesus said this, Truly I tell you, The son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. That's where God wants each of us to be spiritually, to see and do what we see the father doing. So Jesus did only what he saw the father do. So I must be able to see, hear, and know what is going on in the spirit realm. We must know what God is doing to do what he does, to be in agreement with what the Father is doing. I want to prophesy to you for just a moment. It's been about two weeks now, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, there is revelation of Christ that is coming to the world. He said, this revelation is going to take the world by storm. I prophesy to you today, new revelation will be known of Jesus Christ. It is going to be so phenomenal. The church is going to be so overwhelmed with joy. Oh, I can just see people right now just jumping up and down, just so overwhelmed with joy because the Lord is going to reveal so much about Christ that has been suppressed. Some have known, but they've held that back. And I am telling you, this revelation is going to come out to the world and it is going to be phenomenal. The way we see Christ is going to be changed. Oh, the church is going to rise up in great power because the revelation of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Christ that is coming and is on the horizon right now. I prophesy this to you. Now, why does God speak before he does something? Remember that when he speaks, first of all, when God speaks, He acts simultaneously. When he spoke that to me, it went into motion, right? He lets us know because he wants others to know that he is speaking, that he receives the glory for what has been spoken. I remember just before the election and 
I was saying, Lord, like, who should I vote for? Which way should I vote? And so, you know, I just wanted revelation from God. And so I just had to try to rest in the spirit and let God speak to me. Sometimes you've just got to rest in his presence and let him speak. He will reveal to you what is going on and what is to come. Praise God. He speaks. He speaks and he acts simultaneously. We must be able to see, hear, and know. I'm talking about hearing the voice of God, being guided by his eye. He cannot put new wine in old skin, so our mind must be renewed to hear his voice. We cannot renew our own minds. The Lord renews our minds. For much of the time, the church has been trying to, I'm going to renew my mind by the power of the word. But no, no, no. The Holy Spirit renews our minds. He makes all things new. Revelation 2, 5. And he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I make all things new. It's Christ himself. That renews our mind. Oh, Jesus, sweet Jesus, the one who sits on the throne. He said, I make all things new. That includes our mind, our hearts, our very soul. We must have an encounter with the Almighty. An experience with God will take you into the realm of the Spirit, where the Holy Spirit flows through you, where you commune with God in prayer, and the Holy Spirit energizes The prayer, the Holy Spirit is the power behind the prayer. This is a place where you do not struggle in this place in prayer. You meet God and his Holy Spirit meets you. He takes you from the natural to the interior realm of the supernatural, supernatural power of himself. God's church today is one of power. The church was meant to walk in great power. The church must have more in these days, right where we are, more than a good message. A good message isn't going to do it for this 10-year Passover season. You know, I've said before, we're in a 10-year Passover season. Praise God. Power from on high to break drug addiction. Miracle working, healing power. Power by the revelation of God's word. He wants to bring you revelation. Power to force the enemy to retreat. Satan never just gives up, by the way. He is forced to retreat. Break strongholds. God wants the church to have the power, not just a few, every member of the body of the Christ, to have the power, the miracle-working power, to break strongholds. Miracle signs and wonders follow those that believe God is releasing such a powerful anointing over his people. He wants you, child of God, to prophesy in his name, lay hands on the sick and cast out devils and they will recover. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Mark sixteen seventeen to 18. I'm talking about an encounter with God, being able to hear and know his voice. And I'm not going to tell you that you need an encounter without telling you how to have one. I'm going to tell you two ways today how to have an encounter with God. One of the ways in your personal prayer life is submit to the Lord to have an encounter with him. We must be transparent. Lord, I have a problem with. Be transparent. Tell him what the problem is, whatever it is. Don't try to hide your hand. Be transparent 
with the Lord. If you say, I have a problem with lying, be transparent. Lord, I'm a liar. Be transparent with the Lord. Have a problem with drugs. Have a problem with pornography. Whatever it is, whatever addiction it is, whatever's going wrong in your life that you know that you find yourself bound and incapable to change, be transparent with God. If you do that and you tell him, I'm telling you, this is where sin is healed. This is where we're delivered and it's washed away. Always be transparent with God. Repent of sin. Repent of sin. We're talking about having an encounter with God. Repent of sin. Ask the Father to remove whatever is between you and him. Repent, repent, repent before God so that sin is washed away. And thirdly, worship the Lord. Worship is an act of love coming from deep within the person's soul. Worship music, sometimes it only creates an emotional experience. And we leave, you know, maybe church or we leave our prayer time feeling good and it it feels great. But I'm talking about true worship right now. I'm going beyond music. Now, music can lead us into worship. It can be a powerful experience. But you want to be sure you're not just having an emotional experience. It doesn't bring about any change. Luke 1, 46, Mary says something profound. Mary, the mother of Christ, she has been told by the angel Gabriel that she will be the mother of the Lord, of this child, Emmanuel, that the Holy Spirit will come upon her, and she, a virgin, will give birth to a son. This son is the Messiah. Mary goes to her cousin Elizabeth in Luke 1, 46, and Mary says these very important words. She says, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoice in God, my Savior. She says that every fiber of her being loves the Lord. She said, my soul magnifies the Lord. That's what she's saying. My soul worships his greatness from deep down within her spirit. She expresses her love, her joy, and her gratitude towards the Lord. Worship. True worship, the center of it is love, and it, it true worship springs forth from love of the Father. When you express your love for God, you're pouring out your love upon Him. This is the heart of worship. It comes from deep within the person's spirit. Confess your love as Mary did. Let it come from your lips. God loves to be worshiped. It will take your prayer to a new level. One day in my prayer time, I was reviewing some prayer requests and I was praying over them and I realized, oh wait, you know, I needed something, you know, at my prayer place. And so I got up to go get it. And that's rare for me. I usually have everything there. But this particular day, I got up to go get what I needed. And then I came back and as I was looking Live at the prayer request and about every to pray, morning I realized, at oh no, Central time. I need such and such here in my prayer place. And so I was very tired that day. And so I just said to the Lord, and I didn't expect him to answer. I just said, why do you put up with me? I am just absolutely lazy. I am so lazy. And right then, the Lord spoke to me. Do you know what he said? He said, because you have the heart. He said, because you have the heart. I'm telling you, God chose Mary. He saw her heart and he saw that she would be faithful. I may have moments where I'm fatigued and wore down, but I have been faithful. He said, 
you have the heart. That's why I put up with you, he was saying, because you have the heart. He chose a Shumanite woman to feed the prophet Elijah because of her heart. And God rewarded her with a child because she had none. Make your heart available to the Lord. Pour out your love upon him. When was the last time that you told the Lord, I love you, that you whispered it to him often throughout the day, Lord, I love you. Say it out loud. You know, when was the last time that you reserved a half a day or an entire day just to be alone with the Lord, just him and you in your prayer place, in the time of worship, staying in his presence, just you and God, maybe for half a day, maybe for an entire day. When have you spent that time alone in worship with the Father? We must draw close to hear his voice and to know that it is his voice. The golden key to hearing his voice is communion. Outside of prayer, you must, you must also keep his commandments. I'm going forward now. Outside of prayer, we're talking about hearing and knowing the voice of God. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. John 14 and 15. Write his word upon your heart. Know God's word. The word of God is alive. It's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Remember that the word of God is alive. It contains within itself the ability to fulfill what it is saying. My words are spirit and they are life. John 6 and 63. So it is live. It's alive and it's active. When quickened by the Holy Spirit as a divine power to give supernatural life to the children of God. God wants us to come into an intimate relationship. He wants us to know what he is doing. When you have that intimate relationship with God and everything is being shaken, you will not be shaken because of that intimate communion, the worship of God from a heart that's steeped in love of God, a heart that pours out love to God constantly, one who keeps that intimate relationship. They walk and talk with God. They walk and talk in the love of God. They express their love to him throughout the day. I promise you, he's listening. And as you begin to express this love to him, you'll find him answering. And before you know it, you'll be hearing the voice of Almighty God. You will speak and he'll answer. And before long, you and God are having a conversation. He will guide you with his eye. That is the word of the Lord. He will show you what to do. He will give you revelation. That's phenomenal. It'll guide you. He'll give you revelation for your children, your household, your family, those around you. Remember, Whatever the eyes focus on, it becomes a reality. Focus on fear. Speak it. Watch it on TV. Keep it before your eyes. And you will have fear thoughts and all kinds of problems. Focus on Christ at your right side. This vision is important, Acts 2 and 25. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. We want to know how to not to be shaken right now. 
See, Jesus at your right hand. Another translation says, he's at my right side so that I will not be shaken. I saw the Lord always before my face. I saw the Lord before me at all times. He is near me and I will not be troubled. This is the words of David. David could not be shaken. The word of the Lord says, if thy eye be single, thy whole body be full of light, be full of enlightenment, be full of knowledge, be full of understanding, be full of love, be full of power from Almighty God. Now, God wants us to hold this vision before our eyes. Vision's important in the Word of God. What is held before our eyes will flow from our heart. There is a spontaneous movement of the heart that comes from the vision that your eyes are fastened on. May your eyes be fastened on the Lord. The more your eyes are upon God, the more you see what He is doing. The Bible is full of dreams, visions, and parables. God Himself placed visions before the eyes of many. When David wrote Psalms 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, thou art with me. David saw God at his side walking with him. As you read the Bible, what do you see? Let's take a few notes about prayer. Repent of unforgiveness, first of all. And secondly, we want to see what God is doing, as Jesus did. Then we need to stop for a moment and hear, hear the reason why we don't really understand what we're seeing. And then some are completely bored in their prayer time. What would make me completely bored in my prayer time? We're talking about seeing, hearing, and knowing. If I can't even sit there long enough to spend an hour with the Lord, how do I see, hear, and know? Why is prayer time so boring to some? Bitterness, resentment, rage, left in the heart, taking up space. It will flatten your prayer life. Bitterness, resentment, rage. When it's left in the heart, it will flatten your prayer life. It will be boring because unforgiveness, not repenting before the Lord, will lead us into a difficult place. Can God live in our heart and be happy? We could certainly live in His and be happy. We must obey the word of the Lord when it comes to repentance and forgiveness. Matthew six twelve. forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Know that as soon as you forgive someone else, you receive forgiveness. Forgiveness flows as a transfer of power because forgiveness is a power that you have. The power is to forgive or not to forgive. So unforgiveness is a resistance to the power of Almighty God. Unforgiveness will rend you powerless and your prayers will be absolutely boring. You won't want to sit there and the angels of the Lord won't want to be there either, right? We don't want to bore the angels because our prayer time is so boring. There's no activity. There's nothing springing forth. The Holy Spirit is not there energizing the prayer. Everything is dormant. When we walk in bitterness, resentment, and anger, and malice, our prayer lives are dormant. They're void of power. And the angels that have to attend that guard you, they're absolutely just waiting for the prayer to end. They're bored just like you're bored, right? Praise God. So we want to always walk in a state where we forgive 
or we repent and we don't hold any malice or resentment in our heart. Praise God. Many have a problem with prayer, not because of what God isn't doing, because of what they aren't doing. They're not forgiving and they're not repenting. I'm talking about seeing in the spirit realm, hearing and knowing the voice of God. I'm going to tell you another way to have an encounter with God every morning at 6.30 a.m. on our conference line. I want to invite you to join us to have an encounter with God. We go to the baptismal pool. The living waters of heaven flow. And I pray over everyone on that conference line that they would have an encounter with God. Go to our website, and there is the conference number. We're on there 7.30 Saturday morning and 6.30 Every morning, Central Time, you'll find our number to call into the conference line. And I promise you, you'll have an encounter with Almighty God. 6.30 a.m. Central Time every morning and 7.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. God bless you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.